So as a business owner, do you like to save money? Do you like to find those savings that other people can't? Or let me rephrase that. Are you able to find those savings that someone else can, but you can't? Well, we're about to talk to somebody. So let's not waste any time. Hit that intro. Let's get this thing started. Welcome to Hartford Business Beat, featuring members of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Hartford County Living, bringing you all the good, positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Hartford County. Go to HartfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. I have the pleasure to sit here today with Rick Smith of Schooly Mitchell, who's been in the Chamber for six months. And we're going to find out about you know, what Schooly Mitchell does and then, of course, talk about the chamber a little bit. And Rick handed me a flyer. Oh, my God. What don't you guys do? <laughs> I, I think that would be the easiest way to explain because I'm sitting here looking at this. You guys do practically everything. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. <laughs> but All right, so how long has Schooly Mitchell been around and how long have you been with them? So it's interesting. So Schooley Mitchell is actually uh, a business that I came across. Um, I had been in a 25-year uh, professional sales career, was going through a transition, and uh, was approached uh, actually by a franchise broker who uh, was talking to me about a couple of different franchise opportunities right. to start my own business. And I thought, wow, what a great idea. Boy, if I could get something started for myself, and get that sustaining, uh, you know, through uh, through the rest of my career. Boy, how great would it be mm-hmm. to, to work for myself rather than working for somebody else? So, you know, he told me about this. You know, I said, you know, I don't have a lot to uh, put into it. You know, I said I don't want to build it. Don't want to, you know, a restaurant or chain. Turnkey. You know, I, I just wanted something that I could, you know, work from home and be able to just go out and be able to sell the services. And he said, well, I got something for you. So he told me about this Schooly Mitchell. Mm -hmm. He said, so they've been in business for about 25 years. They're actually a Canadian-based company. Really? Um, And they – but about 80% of their franchises are here in the U.S. Okay. So he said, what what these guys are doing is that they're consultants to businesses really of, of any kind. Uh-huh. So any type of business or even nonprofits, especially nonprofits. Really? And what they are doing is they are expense reduction consultants. I said, well, what does that mean? You know, what's that mean, expense reduction? So well, what they'll do is that they'll sit with the business and they'll analyze the expenses they have in certain mm-hmm. business categories. Right. So like you said, you know, there's six or seven categories that we specialize in. The telecommunications, uh, the shipping costs, so your UPS, uh, FedEx costs, uh, your waste management costs. Uh, so that's both your, you know, uh, regular waste right. as well as for doctors' offices and healthcare facilities, oh, they have medical yeah, waste. Medical waste. Uh, and then you've also got hazardous waste in oh. manufacturing. 
So these are all things that we can you know can look at as well. Right. Uh, the credit card processing, a lot of fees associated with credit card processing. Yes, there is. Uh, and what differentiates Schooley Mitchell from the vendors themselves mm-hmm. is that they're completely independent of the vendor. So they work strictly on behalf of their clients. Okay, that's good. So when we sign a client, we're working on their behalf, independent of any vendor. So right. we're not trying to promote. So you, there's no affiliations. There's there. no affiliation to any, um, you know, any vendors out there. We're not right. trying to push certain services. All we're doing is trying to identify the lowest cost of the services that they're using. So what happens is, you know, in about eighty percent of the, you know, clients that we have. We're keeping them with their same vendors. Yeah. But we're saving them 25, 30% on what they're currently spending. That's a big savings. So that's, you know, that's found money for the business. So it almost sounds like, almost like a CPA, but you're not a CPA, right? That's really interesting. So I partner with CPAs. You know, I love to partner with CPAs. Okay. I love to partner with, you know, CFOs. Right. Uh, A lot of times you have fractional CFOs now who do part time. CFO work, I'll partner with those people because they offer the, you know, uh, accounting services, Mm -hmm. but they're not real interested in getting into the details of what, you know, they're actually spending. So they can see that a business is spending a lot on certain services. Right. They can turn to me and say, can you help them to, you know, reduce their expenses here with this particular category or that particular category? Um, And, you know, we'll step in and what, we offer is that we have a team of analysts in the back office you know okay. so they're the ones you know up in canada they're um the ones that uh are analyzing the bills that our clients are paying each month mm-hmm. so when we work with the client we offer a no-cost service to them to do an audit of their expenses all they have to do is to provide to us you know three months worth of bills that they have yeah, um, for the services that they're using. So, for example, they hand us, you know, their Verizon bill. Right. We take a look at that, and we look at each service that they're paying for, you know, so basically each line item. And we're able to identify if they're being overcharged. We're able to identify billing errors based on how their contract is set up. Right. Uh, we're able to identify if they're using service or if they're being charged for services that they're not using. Uh, and we look at all of those items. Uh, and then we go to the vendor themselves. So we'll go to Verizon, for example. Right. Um, and we'll speak on the client's behalf to negotiate a lower rate from what they're currently spending. Okay. And where we're able to make a difference to them on, or to be able to negotiate something different than they could do themselves. Yeah. Is that we're representing thousands of clients across the country. So when we're going to vendors, we're telling them we represent thousands of businesses that could be using your service. What's the best rate that you can offer us that we could take out to all of our other clients? Yeah. So now we're working, you know, 
really <laughs> on an aggregated basis with all of our clients um, with these vendors because those vendors want to earn our business so they can work with the other businesses that, you know, um, the other clients that other franchises have. And so they offer us rates that an individual business isn't going to be able right. to yeah, they negotiate want to work on clients. their own. You yeah. Know? Because, you know, the individual business owner, I mean, they might be able to do well for themselves. They may feel like they're getting the best rate for themselves. They're not. But they don't, <laughs> they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. You know, they're doing a great job of managing their own business. Yeah. But, you know, the businesses that I'm working with, you know, they have a service that they're trying to provide to their customers. Right. So they could be an HVAC contractor or they could be, you know, a distributor of products that, you know, they want to spend their time delivering their service and in some cases being on site to their customer. They don't have the time to go through and look at all of their individual expenses. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Well, and I guess especially like when you get into the telecommunications, because I think a lot of businesses don't think that, okay, like they may have Verizon, they may, and they may have Comcast as well for their internet. So they may have, you know, like three different things, whereas they can narrow it down to just one company to do it, to do it all because, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you have high-speed internet, why not use voice over IP? Which, and a lot of times, you can even build, and I only knew this from when I was in the IT field, we would, we would build voice over IP servers for companies. And that was a savings right there alone. So I think sometimes a, a business, depending on the size of the business, too, will we'll get, oh, we need the gig speed or, you know, we need T1 lines, whatever in there. And they can get away with just low speed. That's, uh, that, that's a great, great point. And, you know, exactly what you talked about is a situation I ran into, you know, a couple of months ago. Right. Where I was working with a the business. Uh, they had three different branches. Each branch was using their own separate phone service one was using verizon one was using comcast wow um you know another was um um was using you know voip but they all weren't working together and you know the owner was out you know he was trying to grow his business out right. with his customers so he wasn't really looking at how you know each branch operated he basically left it to themselves to you know to do their own thing yeah. as far as getting set up with their business services we were able to consolidate that um two of their branches were using landlines we went to a voip across the entire organization you know we saved that them had to probably that we probably saved them you know five or six thousand dollars you know uh in expenses and do you find that some businesses are afraid to change to newer technology yeah it's a really good point so you know a lot of what I hear from businesses is we're good. Right. We have what we've been using forever. You know, that we, philosophy, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's exactly true, what but it you can is. make it better. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, you know, we're good. We look at it every month. I'll tell right. you, we look at our costs, you know, our expenses every month. And I'm sure you do. And mm -hmm. they should, you know, because they're a business owner. They want to operate as, you know, but are they looking at the hidden can. expenses? But, <laughs> 
are you able to see and understand all those different fees that are being mm-hmm. charged? You know, credit card processing, you know, there's a lot of different credit card processors out there, a lot of very good credit uh, card processors yeah. that are out there, um, you know, working on behalf of their uh, customers. Um, but there's also a lot of fees and a lot of layers involved in, you know, the um, within credit card processing. Right. And we're taking an independent look at what that business is doing so that, you know, there, there may be some ways to reduce the, you know, there's a lot of layers. Maybe we can reduce the number of layers mm-hmm. that are, uh, you know, that they're paying for um, with their processing costs. Uh, and, you know, integrating into their, you know, IT systems, you know, maybe we can find, you know, a lower cost system that can integrate into their IT system. So there's just you know a lot of different areas that we can focus in on that the business owners just don't have the time to look right. at. Right. What's one of the things, and, and I don't know if you can answer this or not, but one of the uh, biggest expenses that you see people, that, that businesses have that they don't need, it's an unnecessary expense. Which I think I, we should have learned a lot of this from COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's if uh, it's what I'm thinking it is. Yeah, no, that's that's a really great point. I think um, I don't know as much if it is um, the unnecessary charges as much as it is businesses are bringing new lines on all mm-hmm. the time and you know, taking lines out or not using lines, you know, right. all the time. Um, and what we find is that when you start to add up, you know, all of, uh, like for an example, you know, with telecommunications, mm-hmm. if you add up all the lines that you're paying for, you know, it, in a lot of cases, there's maybe a third of those that just aren't used. Right. That you're paying for. So that's where we can, you know, optimize the services that they have today right. to what their business is today, you know, and vice versa. They could be paying, uh, and this is where you know we run into a lot um, when they set up their contracts for phones or credit cards mm-hmm. or you know even you know shipping cost waste and in all those categories. When they set up their plans, they set it up based on what their volume is at that time. Right. They could be at, you know, if it's a tiered system, maybe they're paying, you know, the lowest or the second lowest tier because their volume isn't where it could be at right. a higher tier. Their business grows. They stay at that lower tier. They're eligible for, you know, two or three tiers better in pricing that they just don't know about. They don't know about. And wow. they just haven't really focused on it. Now, do you guys, when you guys go in and meet with a business, do you also, because I, I, you, you mentioned telecommunications, the, the credit card processing, fuel and all that. But do you also look at, you know, whether they're renting a building or not? Because I know, I think sometimes some people are just, you know, renting a, a huge building with a lot of office space and they don't need it all. Yeah. Um, 
So we, we, we don't look, uh, you know, we don't work with anything from, you know, a real estate standpoint. Okay. Uh, we don't work with insurance, you know, for example. Right. Uh, in fact, when I talk to business owners, you know, and I'm asking them, you know, where are your big expenses? You know, well, it's my people and it's my insurance mm -hmm. or it's my people and my buildings. Um, so we don't, you know, offer services in those areas. Okay. But that's where, you know, and we talk about, you know, where the chamber comes in and provides an advantage, that's a huge you know, opportunity yeah. to work with other chamber members uh, and to partner with other chamber members. Right. And anytime that I go out to chamber events and I talk about, you know, what I'm doing, then, you know, immediately the people that I'm talking to are starting to see ways that we can work with each other. And okay. that's what's been a huge benefit of Good. being with the chamber is that it's giving me, you know, an, a network of other services that I can refer to my clients so that I can be of value to my client in areas outside of what I'm even doing myself. And speaking of the chamber, before we get into the chamber, something very important. Tell people how they can get in touch with you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's a great point. So mm -hmm. you can uh, you can find my uh, I have a landing page, um, which is www.schoolymitchell s c h o o l e y m i t c h e l l dot com backslash r smith S-M-I-T-H. So that's my landing page. That's easy page. to remember. SchoolyMitchell.com backslash R Smith. Uh, and um, I have my uh, business line is area code 410-862-1542. And my email is rick.smith at SchoolyMitchell.com. Did you ever think you'd be doing this? No, I had no idea. I mean, if you would have told me <laughs> two years ago, I'd be sitting here having a podcast talking about you know my own business. Um, no, I meant doing your own business, Schooly Mitchell. Uh, doing any business. I mean, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to think that I was ever, you know, I, you know, owning my, have, starting my own business, owning my own business was so far out of reach right. for me. You know, until I actually started to hear about, you know, how I could get a business started and what it would, you know, what's involved with getting started, what's not involved, yeah. I should say. It really is a lot easier than I ever imagined, and it's probably been one of the best experiences that I've had, you know, from a professional standpoint in terms of being able to create something for myself. Right. And how long have you been doing this now? So it's only been since uh, I went through training program back in February, so I probably hit the ground uh, back in March. So okay. it really hasn't been that long. So not even a full year yet. Yeah, no. And really what, what were you doing before this? So I was actually in a, uh, a medical sales career um, doing uh, – Oh, pharmaceutical sales? or uh, it, was, uh, it was medical um, medical device sales, but um, the, the area that I was – working in was in uh, what they call their corporate accounts mm -hmm. um, so we were working with healthcare systems 
um, I would represent, you know, the company in negotiating, you know, purchasing contracts with the purchasing people in right. the health system. So it wasn't that far of a stretch, you know. I was basically, um, you know, I was working with healthcare systems um, to negotiate, you know, pricing contracts with right. them for our medical supplies. Now I'm working with, you know, businesses to negotiate their business expenses. Sales so, can be fun. Yeah. So it was. Uh, uh, but this is, you know, this is just all about, um, you know, this this is all about, you know, getting out to, you know, meet businesses right. and to present to them kind of a solution that can help them to operate their business. Well, and the good thing is, too, now you're not, you're not stuck with just the medical field. Right. You're able to get out there and talk to all types of businesses. Yeah. And you know get to meet people and that's that's one of the things i've always loved about sales was meeting the people yeah you know even if they didn't become a partner or whatever you know you sometimes you still become friends with them yeah because there's a lot of great people out there and god the one thing that i love about Hartford county and the chamber you you learn about so many great businesses and eventually you're probably going to need their services well that's it and who are you going to use i mean and that's that's I, a great thing about what we're doing is that people don't even know that we're out there yeah so that's the great thing is that as i you know meet businesses you know we're able to offer a service that they don't even really know exists right so you know wow you can you know you can help us to reduce our expenses without you know costing me anything yeah no it doesn't cost you anything for me to identify where we can reduce your expenses the only thing that it's going to cost you is that when we find money for you we're going to share that savings so the only cost to the business is that when they reduce their expenses by fifteen hundred dollars a month mm -hmm. we share in that savings and that's the only you know the only uh, wow. cost to the business is to share in what you know they're already spending. Right. So they're already spending that money. We're able to save that money for them. You know, we share in that. So it doesn't cost them anything to identify it. We do all that work. Yeah. We just share in the savings going forward. You can't beat that at all. Yeah. yeah. So now with the chamber, you say you've only been with. The chamber for six months, right? Yeah, about yeah. That's kind of the first thing I did was um, to go out and um, uh, learn about the chamber, join the chamber, and. Um, but you're in the one networking group through the chamber, right? So that's just what I was going to say is, um, but you know, the chamber was actually the first thing I did, mm -hmm. and that created the first opportunity for me. Okay. Uh, I went to a coffee and connections, which was basically the first thing I did getting started when I learned about the chamber um, you know they said that we have a you know um, we have an event every month it's called mm -hmm. coffee and connections you can meet other business owners went to a coffee and connections presented what I did had three conversations after that uh, meeting or after that um, coffee and connections um, and one of them led to you know my one of my first clients that I had signed um, nice. so it just you know um, and while I was at Coffee and Connections, I learned about a networking group called the Hartford Business Network, mm -hmm. which is part of the chamber, um, which I then joined the Hartford Business Network 
Uh, and going back to what I was saying as far as creating a network of referral partners and right. business partners, um, I've been able to learn so much about the business community in you know the Hartford County area. Just it's you know, a big just community. Just by just by interacting, you know, with with you know some people who have some really high level connections within right. you know within the county. Who are some of the most memorable? I know it's only been six months, but there are just some people you meet that leave that lasting impression on you. Who are some of the ones that you've met so far that well, have done that? Tell you one of the most impressive people that has created their own business completely from scratch was uh, Victoria. Yes. Uh-huh. Victoria is just uh, what she's done with her business and the way that she has been able to network herself within the business community mm-hmm. um, was was actually very impressive to me and it's something that you know ha, you know she's actually taking on taking on a you know a mentoring type right uh, uh, role and and I think there's others in the um, you know in in the chamber that have done that um, you know I, I think um, you know just just listening to the stories of you know people that have come in you know there were a few others that came in to Harper Business Network around the same time right. that I had you know some that were um, you know just getting started in business or just getting started in a business development or sales mm-hmm. role um, Michael Harms from Madigan yes. Electric yeah um, he came in around the same time I did okay he'd never done he he he's he had never done sales. He was completely new to business development. He got so integrated into, you know, the chamber, into the Harper Business Network. I started seeing him at events everywhere I went, and he just immediately, you know, jumped in and, yeah. and just took on um, that role. And it yeah, was Ryan really, said he's really very neat to active see. in it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean – He's just, just got involved with everything. Yeah. And that's the thing that I found is, is you know, I never knew that there were networks available to help grow your business within the business community until mm-hmm. I got into, um, into, you know, working in those, you know, in those groups um, and seeing what places like the chamber have to offer. Right. I mean, you know, I always knew the chamber was out there. But I never really knew what it, you know, offered to the businesses until I was actually involved, and I could see, you know, how it was able to connect businesses together. And and well, the good thing is you grabbed the right chamber too. Well, I tell you, I I, mean. I, it's a really, that's a really good point. And you know, there's a lot of chambers that are there out are. there. Um, the level of activity within, you know, the Hartford Chamber. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it just exceeds any of the others that yeah. I've seen in the area. And it's interesting because I see people that come from as far as Anne Arundel County every week Yep. to the Hartford Chamber for the Hartford Business Network events or meetings or the Coffee and Connections or other chamber events. I see people that come from, you know, all over the state to be part of 
the chamber and the community within the chamber because they find the most value that's true from yeah. what they can get out of the Harford chamber if I've said it once I've said it a million times I've been I've been a member of several different chambers throughout my careers <laughs> and uh, by far this one the Harford County Chamber of Commerce is by far the best chamber that I've ever been a member of yeah. um, just you know, the members in it that you meet and you know Angela and the staff are just phenomenal and it's just and did different events too i feel bad because i can't make it to all the events you know I, 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 i'm with you i mean i'm going to um um uh, i the annual dinner that they did a couple of months ago mm -hmm. uh i looked at it and i you know um kind of went back and forth and finally thought well you know maybe not this time right um and then i saw you know I saw all the uh, you know the pictures and heard all about uh -huh. it afterwards, and I just, just kind of kicked myself. I really should have done that. Really should have done that. Really would have put me in contact with you know a lot of good people. So um, this time around that they're doing Hartford Awards tonight. Yeah, uh, no, and I, I can't make that neither. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I I said I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a shot and um, get out there to that. So I'm I'm gonna get out to that tonight, and I'm looking forward to. You know who I can meet there. Yeah, um, the Hartford Chamber did a really, um, really interesting event together with um, I think Route 40 Business Association and a couple other groups, and they did a candidates forum a couple of months mm -hmm. or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, brought all the candidates together. Wow, what a uh, what a great yeah. way to really see, you know, what the um, you know, to kind of see the business community and the political community kind of coming together and and how they could you know work together and to hear some of the ideas that you know all of the uh, candidates had and angela's very strong in that too because yeah. she's always out there advocating for the businesses yeah that was that was a neat thing i i know one of our um in fact that day of the candidates forum she had just spent the whole day down in um at the uh state house yeah down in annapolis just you know lobbying for mm -hmm. small businesses oh she's and, amazing you know, it was it was it was really neat to see. So, so that was great. And the um, so you know, just the way that you know the the number of events that you know yeah. that the chamber offers is is really you know gives you a lot of opportunities to really develop those relationships that you start to build. Remember how before before we started. I, I was talking about all the different boards I'm on. Yeah. It's another reason I want to step down from some of the boards because I haven't been able to make a lot of these chamber events. Yeah. Because all the boards I sit on, with the exception of yeah you know, the chamber, yeah, and I'm not stepping down from that. They're all in the evenings, hmm. and most of the chamber events are in the evenings. Right. Yeah. It's like God, my wife keeps telling me, "How come you didn't go?" Because I had a meeting I had to go to. <laughs> You yep. need to get more involved with the chamber. I said, yeah, I think Angela's calling her up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, too. And, and not only the events, but um, Lauren presented to the uh, uh, HBN, is the Hartford Business mm -hmm. Network. She presented, um, it was a couple of weeks ago, she presented all of the different marketing programs that are available to chamber yes. members. She probably could have gone on for another hour after the one hour <laughs> that she spoke, but just I, I couldn't keep up with the number of different opportunities there are for businesses 
um, and for the chamber to help businesses to get their name out, um, either with you know the member, ribbon member cutting, benefits you know, and all this that. right here with the podcast, yeah. the you know just all, all the different member benefits um, that that were available to help you know promote businesses within the chamber was was really impressive. So I always tell people take advantage of it. The member to member benefits is a great thing. But yet, but yet you have some people will not never even log into the portal. Mm-hmm. You know, log into the portal, take advantage of that. If you can do the hot deals, take advantage of putting a hot deal up there. Definitely take advantage of coming on the podcast. It's free. You're you know you're getting your name out there, and it doesn't go away. Right. So a year from now, if you go to listen to the podcast, it's still there. You know, and the great thing about it, and I think this might be a misconception with maybe with some of the chamber members. Maybe they think that the podcast can only be heard by chamber members. And that's not the case. The community hears it. Everybody hears it. So it's not. It, now, can anybody from the community come on? No. This is strictly for chamber members. Right. But everybody in the community can hear it. Just like when you, you know, have you done it with Justin yet, Mallow? I haven't. No. Okay, so Justin Mallow from WHGM Gold does it too. So that, now that's on the air. Okay. But it's free, mm-hmm. a- and I, I don't, I just don't understand why more members aren't taking advantage of that. Uh, I, it, it's I agree. it baffles me. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it, I mean, I and and I'll give I'll give another plug <laughs> to uh, Victoria. She's the one who had introduced us, mm-hmm. and as soon as she mentioned that, you know, there was an opportunity for you know me starting out a business to come onto a podcast, I thought, wow, what a great. What does she way. say bad about me? Uh, she said nothing but good things. <laughs> I in find that you, hard. Yeah, fact, Love you, Victoria. First, first, yeah, first person to, uh, <laughs> she mentioned. You need to talk to Rich. Yeah. So, oh, she's um, she's great. Yeah, you know, but but that was great. You know, great advice as far as just a vehicle to get their word out. Yeah. You know, and 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 to make people aware of of what you're doing. Um, oh, it's and some of the people I've met on here. Um, who did I just I just recorded one with Sarah Klein and I, matter of fact I got to contact her again because I want her to come on my podcast now because just to hear the story of Klein's you know the history behind it and I found out stuff from the chamber you know from doing the chamber podcast that I never knew about Klein's and you know, just these different people Ryan Manley and Mike Harnes, that's another one. Yeah. I could sit there and talk to them all day, yeah. you know, about apprenticeship programs. Yeah. yeah. So you're limited to, yeah, whereas my podcast, there's no time limit. I just, I just love it's, to hear business. I love to hear stories of, you know, businesses. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, really amazing to see, you know, how businesses are able to just grow and develop and, and, being in the middle of that now, I can you know really yeah. appreciate you know what goes into you know, developing and growing a business, and then on top of that, you know what you know, the point that things begin to take off. Yeah, you know, and that's that's what's pretty exciting. It takes time to build a business, uh, but don't sure. but don't give up. Yeah, that that's the biggest thing. I mean, when when I started Harford County Living. My wife was not too crazy about it, but I told her, I said, I have a belief and all the other business ideas I had that family members laughed at, somebody else took and 
became millionaires with. <laughs> um, so I, told, I said, look, I know what I'm doing. This is going to work. And it, did it take time? Yeah, it took yeah. some time. But you learn by your mistakes, too. Right. And now it's a full-time job. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I feel like it's uh, – Taking on a little bit too much, but I don't mind. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, actually, be before I have you give your information again, do you have any questions for me or anything else that you want to add? I guess, you know, just from all your experience that mm -hmm. you know, you've had out there, um, seeing all kinds of, you know, different businesses, um, you know, is there any, you know, couple of, nuggets that you can offer as far as places to go either within the chamber or you know things to do um as far as getting started and you know wow um i guess the biggest thing is well number one look look through the membership directory okay and just contact them and introduce yourself that you're you know you're new to the chamber and you would like to learn about their business mm -hmm. because i've I've talked to some people from the chamber, um, and not just from the chamber, but throughout the community, that their business, their businesses are just—they amaze me. But yet, I knew that I know that it would not be a good sponsor for Harford County Living. But I still like to learn about their businesses. Mm -hmm. I've always—that's just been me. I, I just love to hear people's stories, hear about their business, and the other thing is too. Like I said before, I may end up needing their service, you know, later on down the road. And there are some services and businesses out there, even even if I don't need them yet, I won't even bother going to another service. They mm -hmm. could be a hundred times more expensive than Joe Schmo around the corner. Right. But if I know them and I know they do quality work, mm -hmm. that's what I'm using. Okay. Yeah, too many people try to cut corners, mm -hmm. and that's there's so many businesses in the chamber. Actually, all the businesses that I've met in the chamber, I don't know of any of them that cut corners. Yeah. I can't think of any. Yeah. I mean, they they're they're they they're they're doing quality work. Right. You know, they're you just look at the reviews. Mm -hmm. You know, and those are the, I always say those are the people you want to align yourself with okay. too. That's because when you go to I, – I look at it this way. Don't worry about, you know, selling your business to them. Learn about their business. It's, it's the old sales thing. Build that relationship. Learn about their sales. And, you know, then – because this way, if you know they need their service or if they know you, they're going to need your services, they need right. to contact you. Yep. Um, you know, it's just like – God, the old adage, you're not going to get that sale on the first call. No, that's exactly it. And I tell you, I mean, that's, that's you know, that's probably the biggest lesson learned um, early on mm -hmm. in, you know, going into, you know, different, you know, business networking groups and, you know, business uh, networking events. And, you know, that, that was probably the, you know, um, you know the, the, the quickest thing I learned is this is all about, getting to know other building relationships people and developing relationships yeah and that's what the nice thing is because you know again because there's so many different opportunities to you know get out and to meet with those people mm -hmm. you begin to become a familiar 
face and a familiar yep. person within those, you know, within those groups because, you know, whether it's a chamber event, you know, it's a chamber dinner or a candidates forum or a coffee and connections, or even if it's a you know organization outside of the chamber like Route 40 Business Association or, yeah. um, you know, uh, the different networking groups, you begin to see some of the same people and you begin to become part of that yeah. business community. And then from there, you know, things can just really begin to it's, expand from there. I love and I think one of the other great things I love about it is when you're out and about, just, you know, whether you're going to a different restaurant or whatever, and then you see somebody from the chamber and you recognize them. And it's, you know, you feel good talking to them. Well, I it really, I, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how much that means. And, and that was one of the most, um, well, it's one of the reasons I wanted to go into business for myself mm-hmm. um, in the local community was that I saw how other people I know who are in business in the local community, how much exactly what you're talking about, how much they, you know, I mean, everywhere they go, they're seeing people they know. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, talking to people, and I, you know, that's really nice. You know, I like to be part of that. Um, but I, I never realized until, you know, I gotten into this that exactly what you say, places like just the barbecue bash, for example. Yeah. You know, this past weekend, you know, I used to go to the barbecue bash, and I know a few neighbors and friends in the area. I went to the barbecue bash this weekend and I was turning around and it seemed like every, you know, every time I turned around, I was seeing somebody else that I had met through different, you know, uh, events and things. And we were able to have conversations and, you know, introduce my family. And, you know, so you see people, you know, and you begin to develop a social, you know, relationship as much as, you know, business and, um, you know, same thing with the first Friday events. Yeah. You know, I never thought that, that would be a networking event, um, you know, until a couple, you know, a couple months ago. One of the first Fridays, I ended up talking to somebody at um, uh, the Harco had set up a, um, uh, a tent and was talking to someone in the uh, Harco tent and started telling him what I was doing, new business owner mm-hmm. in the area. He was the president or he was the CEO of Harco. Right. We had, you know, coffee afterwards and um you know have stayed in contact so so that's what those you know um opportunities provide to you is yeah you you can then begin to build that uh that network and from there that can just help you to expand and i think it goes for that too you know in the marine corps we always say you know it's a brotherhood or sisterhood Mm -hmm. you always have each other's backs even after you get out and I can honestly say, you know, when I, I'm always looking at reviews for businesses. And if it's a business that I know and I see somebody put a bad review on there, well, guess what? I'm coming to the rescue and I'm going to tell all my friends that have used them, hey, let's hit them with good reviews again. And that there's so many people I met, if there was any problems, I would, I would be there at the drop of a dime to help them out if somebody ever said anything bad about them look out because i'm coming at you <laughs> you know victoria is one of them joe Ayler, paul majusi all these great people jeremy and isaac that i've met through the chamber that if they needed me you know like that brotherhood 
I'm right there. Yep. You know, and it, it's I've never, like I said before, been with another chamber where it's been that close. Mm-hmm. You know, where you can honestly say these business partners, these people that you know, have become friends. Yeah, have become family. That that that's that's really what I've seen as well. And I've been to because I'm concentrating, you know, in Hartford, but also into Baltimore, uh, into the Baltimore County, um, you know, especially northern Baltimore County. um, And. uh, And a little bit into the city, but, you know, so I spent a lot of time at events in the Baltimore County area as well um, and have been out to a couple of chamber events there and, you know. There's a lot of chambers there. You know, mm-hmm. They have a lot of business. Big county. Just don't quite feel as welcomed as when you know you're here in Hartford. Uh-huh. And you know, I I think the 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 great thing that you know the Hartford Chamber does, and what you you can really feel that they're interested in you know you and your business. Yes. And and making it work. And you know, um, I mean everyone there. I mean you know. Heather and Lauren and Natalie and Angela. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they really want to get to know you and your business and, and help you to, you know, get started. So, yeah, you know. definitely without a doubt. Well, Rick, I want to thank you so much. And tell everybody again how they can get in contact with you so you can help them with their business expenses. Well, absolutely. So, uh, if there are any businesses out there that uh, just want to take an independent review, of their expenses to find areas to reduce the costs of operating their business uh, with no upfront cost. Uh, you can contact me, Rick Smith, um, Schooly Mitchell, rick.smith at Schooly, S-C-H-O-O-L-E-Y, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.com or Rick Smith 410 862-1542 and um, thanks so much for the opportunity oh, Rich my uh, pleasure just an amazing opportunity to have a conversation about what I do and I really appreciate you uh, giving me the, the chance oh, to do that it is my pleasure and I can't wait to see you on an event because once <laughs> I step down from a couple of these boards I'm going to be making them well I look forward to it <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hartford Business Beat. If you're a member of the Chamber and you would like to come on the podcast, just contact me. Email rbennett, that's two N's, two T's, at hartfordcountyliving.com. Again, rbennett at hartfordcountyliving.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And we'll go ahead and get it scheduled and get you set up so you can come on. You can tell everybody about your business, whether they're in the Chamber or not they're going to find out more about you. Again, rbennett at harfordcountyliving.com. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and stay busy.